Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing Gunatra Vibhag Yoga, Yoga Aptri Gunas. We have concluded that these are the qualities of Prakriti. These three gunas make the Prakriti what it is. These three gunas come from Maya. Ishwara in control of Maya creates Prakriti. Maya, that which is not then appears to be there. This world of plurality appears to be there. In reality, there is only singularity exists. This Maya creates this Prakriti by three gunas, the Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. So everything in this Prakriti has these three gunas. If you take basic building block of our universe as atom, atom obviously has inertia, it has activity, and it has some awareness. From my perspective, atom remains in its space and time because of inertia. If atom doesn't remain in space and time, there's nothing you can do about it. We also know even though it looks inactive, it has extreme activity inside the electron swirling around the neutron and proton which is nucleus. So there is rajas, there is tamas which is inertia. It keeps it in its shape and its existence in the space and time. It also knows what to do when the another atom comes in contact with it which creates this prakriti. So right from the basic building block to ourselves these three gunas are existent we obviously are not really concerned about the prakriti as the universe right now. We're concerned about the gunas which are manifesting in my internal instrument. Because the goal of my spiritual quest, as we have learned over and over and over again, is cleansing my internal instrument, which is the mind and intellect. This mind and intellect, when is in action, obviously will manifest one guna or other is more predominant. My mind and intellect is nothing but the impressions of my experiences and the transactions in this world. This experience living its impression will either make my thoughts more sattvic, more rajasic, or more tamasic. Under this sway of these experiences with the world outside, my internal instruments constantly is transforming from one predominance to another. And that's where we have seen why we should be aware of these gunas. Once I understand how my mind comes under the sway of these gunas, I may be able to train my mind in a manner that which will be more beneficial in my spiritual evolution. In my journey from this limited being to the unlimited being. And therefore, we are also concerned that this life is not long enough. I'm trying to attain something, but my body doesn't give cooperation and it falls apart prematurely when I have not achieved my goal. The verses which we had been seeing is said, this is a continuity. This life is nothing but a one chain and the continuity of chains, which is your existence. And as this limited being, my existence is more at the subtle 
instrument level than at this external instrument level. This external instrument will die and perish when it has run its course. Internal instrument will continue. It has gathered experience from the past lives, gathering experience in this life, and will continue into the next. So the question is, what happens when I leave this body? So last three verses deal with that. And as Swamiji says, Hinduism is the only faith where they very systematically deals with afterlife. Whereas most other faiths and most other thoughts in this world do accept that there is a life after this life. So the verses which you have seen say, so what happens, what will be my destination when I leave this station of life? And the first verse says, if what happens if my mind is in a sattvic mood? Yada satche pravruddhetu pralaymyati dehabrut. If my mind is in a sattvic mood or predominance at the time of my living, I will reach the world of the north of the highest. So we'll go in the environment which will aid into my journey from this limited being as the jiva to their higher being. So what happens at the time of my death? I may be comatose. I may be in pain so my mind cannot think about anything. But remember what happens when you go to deep sleep. Last night when you went to sleep, not necessarily every night you go to sleep, you are in the same type of a mood. Or maybe aware of when you went to sleep. But the next morning when you wake up, you are basically the same person who went to sleep a night before. As Swamiji explains, an architect going to sleep is not going to wake up as a surgeon next morning just because the night before he was thinking about or watching ER. He's going to wake up as an architect because all his life accumulated the experiences of an architect. And my mind is predominantly has become an architectural mind. So when I wake up next morning, no matter what show I saw on the TV that last night, my mind must be completely thinking something else. I'll start with where I left off. So it may be that at the time of death, I may not be aware, my mind may not be. But the subtle tendencies which my mind has gathered it will take me to that world. Experiences we don't remember. Even something about what I did in my childhood, I don't remember. I don't remember what happened in my youth. So few things here and there we remember. But the tendencies we gathered made me who I am today. My across-the-street neighbor used to take me to Gita class. I really had no interest whatsoever. But because I couldn't see Lopa Masino, I went with her. That Gita class led me to Gita class today. So the tendencies which we gather, we may not remember anything about the experience, but the tendencies we gather creates the sattvic mood or rajasic mood or tamasic mood, and we carry on. So it says, one who dies with a sattvic predominance of mind, will go to the world of hires. Purana says the Brahmaloka, where abundance of happiness, very little sorrow or no sorrow, and abundance of creativity, the world of creativity. Somebody who revels in creativity and get the joy out of that creativity. Then the next verse said, Rajasi sattvam gatva karma sangi sujayate tratha pranina tamasi mudayoni sujayate. If all my life experience was rajasic in business and whatever that is, obviously when I die my mind is still in that mood. I'm not carrying any experiences. 
I'm not carrying any memory of the experiences, but carrying the tendency of that experiences with me. Maybe the last 15 days of my life, I'm completely comatose. But that's just that the connection with the body is disconnected. Mind in its own remain in its own health. And when it leaves, it carries those tendencies with it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to look for an environment where I can exhaust my vasanas, tendencies for being active. So I may be born in a businessman's house. Karma Sanghi Sujayate, he gets an environment, the world of action, where he can exhaust his vasanas for actions. Lord is very compassionate. The Lord of this universe and my own Lord is very compassionate. He only gives me what I want. If I wanted knowledge and creativity and awareness about myself, then he will give me that. I wanted actions, he will give me that. He will give me an opportunity to exhaust my vasanas. tamasi. But for some reason, all my experience of life is all tamas. Then I'll go to the mudiyoni. And Swamiji basically explained that mudiyoni is one which is not aware of anything, which is animal kingdom and plant kingdom. Now, obviously, we are animals as well. But we are somewhat evolved where we are aware of things. But I am not really comfortable in this world. So sometimes we may be put in this position, but may not be comfortable in that environment. What is the right thing to do? Change that environment, go back to where I feel comfortable. So I can start my progress appropriately. I don't know here, but in India, they sometimes will put you back in the fifth grade and say, well, he's not, well, put him back in the fourth grade again. Because that will be the most comfortable. So it's not a punishment. Lord never punishes you for your own action. You only punish yourself for your own action. Once I have decided the mood yoni is something I'm the most comfortable with, Bhagavan said, go back, start all over again from there, and go further from there. And the next verse says, Karmanaha sukratasyahuhu sattvikam nirmalam falam. So what am I supposed to Am I just simply programmed and by chance the experiences I'm experiencing in this world that's going to make me either as tamasik, rajasik, or sattvik? No, not really. You do have a choice. Very little, but you have a choice. And the choice is karmanaha sukratasya ahuhu sattvikam nirmalam phalam. The results of the good action is pure and sattvik. Rajahatu phalam dukkham. The result of rajas is dukkham. And I'll tell you, we have difficulty accepting that. But if that's the case, we'll all stop acting. But remember, we are not in a business class. We are not into any kind of a social reform class. We are in a class to reform our own mind. In our mind, you can try yourself and put in a spreadsheet about what you have done and what the final outcome was of that action. In the end, there will be more pain than what you gain out of that action. Any project, any action. You say, oh boy, that oh boy, that was a project from hell. But we were dying to get that project. What happened? Right? Because in the end, this interaction with this world creates frictions, and the frictions create pain. So activity, the result is always more pain and little happiness. And therefore, Vedanta also called this world Dukkhalai, the house of pain. 
Now, this is not something to discourage people from doing what they are doing. This is for you to know for your mind what is good for my mind to remain in equanimity. If I attach myself to this world, then nothing but pain. If I attach to good actions, selfless actions, karma yoga, the results are sattvic and pure. Tamas, agnanam tamasa phalam, very obvious. If I'm completely in tamas, what is the result? I don't know. Ignorance. So you decide what you should do. Only thing you have in your hand is your own actions. You cannot stand for any minute without acting. So what should I do? Do good actions. You will have good results. That will lead to sattvic environment, sattvic results, sattvic thoughts, sattvic actions. So Bhagavan said to that. Sattvat sanjayate gnanam. So what happens when I do good actions? Well, people praise me. And say, Neil is a good person. No, he said, that's not your goal. That's actually a detriment to you. More people praise you, more ego gets hardened. You get more criticism, better for you. Durijan niyare rakhi, angan kuti chabai, binapani binsabana, nirmal kare sadai. Sattvat sanjayate gnanam. But why I'm doing good actions? Because I want sattvic thoughts and sattvic mood. And what's the result of that? I'll have the knowledge. Knowledge about my own self and what is my goal and how do I get there. Sattvat sanjayate gnanam rajaso lobha evacha. He said, do you mean to say this man of action which everybody talking about is not good? He said, it's fine. But this dynamic man of action, if he's driven by his own gains, the result will be greed, lobha. We had this hedge fund manager, Raj Raj Ratnam. I was a billionaire. He must have come with $8 in his pocket from India. He was a multi-billionaire. But where is he today? In jail. Why do you need all those billions and then still have to do something which is illegal? Because rajaso lobha evacha. Rajas, the byproduct in the end is always greed. I've gained this, I can also gain this, and I can also gain that. It continues. Pramada mohau tamasa. And if I am completely in tamas, what is the final product? Pramada, heedlessness. I don't understand anything. You tell me, but I can't understand. Bhavato agnanam evacha. And creates nothing but agnan, ignorance. So either I get the knowledge by my good actions, increase my greed, or agnan. It's up to me, Bhagavan said. You decide. This is how you can cleanse your mind or train it. The way you think will give you happiness. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shanti, 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 Hari Om, Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha, Hari Om.